This is Viterbi Voices, the podcast, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more directly from our faculty, students, and other members of the engineering community here at the University of Southern California. This is episode 33 in the eighth and final part of our eight-part miniseries talking with Viterbi undergraduate students about their summer 2016 experiences. We conclude the series with Maria, who traveled to Madrid, Spain with the Viterbi Overseas Summer Study Abroad program. For more of the summer miniseries, start from the beginning at part one in episode 26 and stay tuned for more podcasts throughout the semester. All right. Hi, Maria. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I am doing well. So you are... I, I don't even know how many we're at now. We, I think you might be number 10, uh, somewhere up there for uh, guests for the summer update, the summer VSA update. Uh, and you are our second guest uh, who went on the Viterbi Overseas program. Uh, so before we get into your awesome summer, uh, do you want to give us a little intro yourself? Uh, and then we can get into all the cool stuff you got to do over the past couple months. Yeah, sure. So I'm Maria. I'm a junior studying chemical engineering with an emphasis in material science. Um, I just came back for my study abroad trip to Madrid, Spain, and now I'm doing research in a composites laboratory on campus. Um, Is that good? Yeah, no, that's awesome. So I guess I kind of stole your thunder right away and and spoiled your plans for the summer. Uh, But can you kind of give us a little more detail into what you did over the seven-week program in Madrid? Yeah, sure. So um, the basic setup of the program is that we're abroad in Madrid for seven weeks. We're taking two classes there. And so we're in the city Monday to Thursday. And then Um, The program included a few trips during the weekends to different cities within Spain, and we had two free weekends to go wherever we wanted to go. So I basically spent the summer studying in Spain and then traveling through Spain. That's awesome. So where were some of the other places you got to go in Spain? Um, So our weekend trips, we went to Toledo, Spain, which is uh, like a UNESCO World Heritage Site. for It's a very well-preserved ancient city known for sword making. Um, we went out to Sevilla, which is where Columbus set off from and just a really pretty city. Um, we went over to Granada, which has the Alcazar, which is a really famous, uh, fortress castle and a lot of other places. I visited Barcelona and the South of France on my own. That's awesome. So what was your favorite place that you visited? Okay, so in terms of the stuff we saw, definitely Sevilla was, it blew me away. It was the last place we went to. Um, And by that point, we'd been through a lot of cathedrals and museums, and it all started blurring together. But something about Sevilla was just different. It was, it's just like a wild city. Um, They're big on tourism and weddings. So the day we went there, just during our walking tour, we saw maybe four weddings going on and different couples taking pictures. So it's a really exciting vibe. Um, and it also has a lot of really cool historical buildings and um, significant like monuments like the Jewish Quarter or the, uh, the um, largest cathedral by square footage in the world, which is important because they all try to claim it for different things. <laughs> um, 
But in terms of my experience, uh, the south of France probably did it for me. That's awesome. So that's, it's really cool that you you know got to take this experience not only to take some classes, but to also you know explore Europe and, and a lot of Spain. It sounds like. Uh, but can you tell us a little more about the the classroom and the academic aspect of the trip? Yeah. So the nice thing about the program is you don't have to speak Spanish. Um, I do, but I probably wouldn't have been able to take an engineering class in Spanish, so that was good for me. Uh, but so we have USC faculty along with us teaching the classes, and I took um, engineering economy, which is a class about more finance-oriented than um, most of my classes, and then writing 340, which is the advanced writing class for engineers. Um, and we'd go to class from 9 a.m. till 1 p.m., Monday to Thursday, which was great because then you're out and it's early afternoon and you can go do whatever you want in the city. Yeah, that's really cool. How how hard was it to to take classes while studying abroad and balance that with, you know, trying to take full advantage of, of being in Spain for the summer? Well, I think what made it really easy for me was the fact that even though I was taking classes, I wasn't involved in extracurricular activities so at USC I like to be really involved but here in Spain it was the only thing besides classes to do was explore the city that was the extracurricular activity so um, the balance was very easy to keep especially because a lot of the homework assignments you could do sort of in a cafe or mix it with your study abroad experience so it's not like you weren't seeing the city while you were on your laptop you just kind of mix the two. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously, <clears throat> as our listeners know, I I studied abroad uh, on the same program last year in London and took the same classes as you did, uh, and I really enjoyed writing three forty and the all the different assignments we got to do. What what was your favorite assignment? I guess between either class that you took, uh, and how did that kind of tie into the study abroad experience? Uh, well, I think taking writing three forty abroad. Is probably the only version of a writing class I ever would enjoy. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't like writing, but taking it abroad, like since you had to consider it for a few of the assignments, like consider the international aspect or consider things about Spain, it just kind of grounded it in a way that my other writing classes in my entire life never really have. So it was awesome. Um, and my favorite assignment for that was so the very last assignment is a group project where you write a proposal to bring something from Europe. I mean, you took it, but you write a proposal to bring something from Europe, uh, either to USC or the Los Angeles area that you think could benefit some technology or innovation. Um, and I was so on board with my group's theme that it was fun to write. And it was fun to, especially since it's the last project, it's really nice to reflect on the time abroad. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree with that. That was my favorite too. It was a doozy. We had, I think our final project ended up being around 70 pages, but it was with five people. And, and, you know, it was like you said, it was really cool to kind of reflect and see, uh, really analyze the culture that you got to immerse yourself in over that seven week period. Um, so how was it taking classes? I guess just the overall broad experience uh, with such a large group of students and not only just other students, but other USC students. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Uh, they always say before we went on this program, um, I remember Paul actually telling me about 
the things to expect from the program. And he said basically two things that were what I really remember from it. And one was, um, there's no way to get to know people like traveling. And the other one was, you're going to spend all your money within the first two weeks and realize you have to stop. <laughs> and both were very true. So um, it was really cool to get to know everyone. And I think especially being in a different city with USC students made me realize kind of how much being USC students, like how, how much of a bond it gave us, I guess, like being able to reflect on just our different things here. And especially because during abroad, everyone's so open to new experiences. It just... I mean, you know, it's so bonding. Mm -hmm. How I mean, how many people did you know on the trip before you went, and and how was that? You know, it was a group of what around forty USC students. How how did you guys kind of uh, communicate with each other and, and bond with each other throughout throughout the experience? Yeah, well, so I vaguely knew about three people um i knew bria from vsa uh but really most of the people were complete strangers and i was surprised i had never seen some of their faces before so um it was crazy how quickly we became friends and i think the what i remember most is the very first day going to do groceries for the first time where we didn't even know where the grocery store was we went with like six people to the grocery store and five of them didn't speak Spanish. So they were even more lost than I was. But I just remember walking back from there after getting like our basics and just laughing. And it was weird how quickly it felt kind of like a family. Um, and then throughout the trip, we just got closer. So I really I've never bonded that quickly with so many people. Um, and the really nice thing about it is since you're doing different things every day and you kind of get to choose what you do, uh, it was a really nice opportunity to get to know everyone on the program. So it was cool to be able to just approach someone with an idea to go to like a museum or the palace, um, or Retiro Park and just kind of get to know someone new each day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the breakdown uh, of everyone on the trip? In terms of majors or years? Uh, I, yeah, I guess majors, years, all that, you know, all those details. Um, so it was 40 students, I think 14 guys, and then 26 girls. Um, and it was, I would say, around half or a little over half were rising juniors. And then the split, there were a few freshmen on the program, or I guess rising sophomores and a few rising seniors. Um, but when the majority would be rising juniors. In terms of major, it was very spread out across the different majors within Viterbi. Um I think our year's program, the joke was there were a lot of biomedical engineers, but overall it felt like an even distribution of majors. Yeah, I was talking with Bree about that, and that was really funny. She was like, yeah, everyone's a sophomore BME, which was really funny because our year it was a lot of Mechies. And, like, I was a B – obviously, I'm a BME, and I was one of three BMEs out of 34 kids on the trip. So it's really funny to see how it fluctuates uh, from year to year. Um, so now you are back, and are so you're back in California, right? Yeah, I came right back to USC afterwards. I missed it too much. And so you said you're, you've been doing research. How's that been going? It's good. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, it's definitely a change of pace. Um, it's definitely not, you know, wandering around Spain with 
almost no responsibility, but uh, it's nice. It's, it's, I, I like my research a lot, so it's nice. Mm-hmm. And so what, can you give us a little more information about the research you're doing? Yeah, so I work in the MC Gill Composite Center on campus. Um, we research different carbon fiber composites applications. So my job specifically is I will come in, I'll take a few sheets of carbon fiber that are kind of sticky because there's resin in it, and I lay it up and then watch it bake on a, on a window, and I videotape it and then analyze that. So. And so what's kind of the end goal of, of the research that you're doing? Um, so with my research right now, I'm looking at void evacuation. Uh, so composites in general are very light and very strong materials. So they're great for like aerospace, bow, or um, space applications. But their biggest problem is that you have to cure them with a lot of pressure. Um, and in my lab, we work with a different kind of composite where instead of ha- putting like above atmospheric pressure on these composites, you just make sure you vacuum seal it before and kind of pull out all of the air. Um, so that way when it cures, there's no bubbles between the different layers. But the main method, the main problem with this is you need to make sure all of the voids can evacuate. So uh, I study the effect of different factors on the bubbles getting out of these panels. So now that you are, you know, are back on campus, uh, for our listeners, I don't know if you mentioned at the beginning, but Maria is from Florida, and obviously you're not in Florida for the summer. Uh, how is it being back on campus during the summer? A lot of people I've talked to, uh, whether they've been abroad or doing internships, uh, you know, some people stay in L.A., but a lot of people are traveling all over the place, whether it be for a job or for fun. Uh, how is it being on campus over the summer? Oh, it's cool. Um, I mean, the nicest thing about it is being able to be in L.A. with a different amount of free time than you would have during the year. So I really take it as an opportunity to get to know more of the city. Um, and after work, I'll just go to different areas and walk around. Uh, I think the hardest part about it is you just miss your friends during the school year and not everyone's around. But um, those that are, we kind of stick together because you're the summer crowd. Yeah, absolutely. And I think so that's something that you nailed on <clears throat> nailed on the head earlier when you're talking about being abroad and not having to deal with all the extracurriculars. And I think that's something that's really overlooked a lot is when you're at USC, you get so involved and, and so caught up with everything that you forget sometimes that you're in LA and you have so much at your disposal. And so it's really nice that you know you have that free time over the summer. Uh, to kind of explore the city a little more in depth. Um, so that being said, I guess, what's what's your favorite thing that you've been able to do in L.A. for the summer? Oh, just go to the beach. Oh, my God. Booty, I live at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm East not Coast lying. or West Coast? Well, both, really. But right now, uh, I just, I love going to the Pacific and just having the, like, big waves knock you over and stuff. And it's really nice to just be able to go and lie out for a really long time because I feel like sometimes during the year uh, I don't want to do a whole beach day because that's like five or six hours that you're spending out there. But right now I just don't care and I'll just go like tw- twice in one weekend and stuff. So uh, definitely that. So for, our li- 
So for our listeners who you know might be coming to USC this coming year or in the future, maybe just visiting LA, maybe on a college trip, uh, what are your recommendations? What are your favorite beaches in LA? Oh, well, I would say in terms of really popular beaches, if you want to get a big California vibe, I love Santa Monica. Uh, and there's so much to do nearby it, and the, it's just very romantic, even if you're not a romantic person. It's just so like nice to be on the beach and hear the waves crash and be on a pier and stuff. So, um, But my personal favorite beaches would be farther north, just anywhere along the coast towards Malibu. So for those, you need a car, but you don't have to pay for parking. And it's really nice to get out there because it gets very empty and you'll be the only one on the beach and there's mountains behind you and um, awesome sunsets. Even actually, weirdly enough, during the big forest fire that was going on, there was smoke kind of in the sky. And Sophie and I, who I think you did a podcast with her earlier, we watched Mm -hmm. the sunset and it was so nice because of all of this forest fire smoke. It was gorgeous. Um, But yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, now that you are back from your broad trip and, you know, you're going into junior year, uh, do you have any advice for people who might be listening um, as far as what they should do to prepare for their summer plans, kind of your thought process between choosing what you're going to do for your summer, um, just kind of anything along those lines? I mean, I'd say really just... Figure out what you want to do early enough that you don't have any doors closed on you. Um, so definitely start thinking about it early because even for this abroad program, there were some people who were freshmen when they applied, but to be able to apply to it, it's before it's before winter break. So you have to do it first semester of your year here if you want to study abroad your freshman year. And just stuff like that. I think keeping the conversation open as early as possible with yourself lets you really choose what you want to do instead of feel like you have to do something towards the end. Um, and I have some friends freshman year who made the mistake of not deciding what they wanted early enough, and they're two weeks out from summer, and at that point you can't really organize a study abroad trip or an internship. So whatever you want to do, just think about it early. Mm, def- i definitely say that. And, and I think another thing to add on to that that is really important is – when you apply for stuff, you know, if you get accepted into something, it's not binding. So if you have any interest in, in a, any sort of program, whether it's an internship or study abroad program or anything along those lines, uh, apply, you know, because if you get accepted, you get accepted and you still get to make the choice whether or not you want to do it. Um, but having that as an option, I think, is, is really important. Yeah, um, and I think... Even adding to that, a really big part of it is just not putting roadblocks where there might not be any. So, mm-hmm. for example, with study abroad, um, initially you think of a study abroad trip, you think it's going to be so expensive. And I know I almost selected myself out of it because I didn't think I'd be able to pay for a study abroad trip. But when I got the acceptance, the aid that Viterbi gave especially was great. And the program costs were a lot less than I expected. So just kind of leave things open to yourself until you know everything to make the decision. Absolutely. Uh, Well, Maria, thank you for taking the time to tell us about your awesome summer abroad uh, and your summer back in L.A. now. Uh, I guess before we go, I've been giving everyone the opportunity to shout out their social media uh, because, of course, as you know, as a returning VSA, we're all about the social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you want to shout out uh, your channels, uh, hopefully we can get you a couple followers. 
Yeah. So Instagram, Maria Bocci, USC, all lowercase, all one word. Um, should I say the spelling? I guess it really, <laughs> yeah. B- Maria, which you can probably guess, and then Bocci, B-A-C-C-I. Um, and read my blogs on Viterbi Voices. They're great, folks. Oh, yeah. And between the Instagram and the blogs from being abroad, uh, I said this for Bria, too. You guys, you know, you can't disappoint with with being able to travel Europe and all, all the stuff that you guys have posted and talked about. Um, you guys can talk about it for days, and it's it's especially for someone like me who is very nostalgic about the trip. Uh, I, I love hearing about everyone's experiences. Um, not gonna lie, I'm definitely jealous, uh, but but it's awesome to hear oh. that we have such a great program in Viterbi that. Everyone comes out of I'm, just absolutely. I'm already fun. jealous of whoever's going to go to the program next year. You know, I don't even know what city it's going to be in, and I'm already jealous. Yeah, it's it's definitely something you look back and, you know, you get an internship, you're doing other summer stuff, and, you know, not that I, not that I regret anything that I did, but I'm just like, why can't I just study abroad every single summer? You know, that'd be, that'd be the ultimate goal. Yeah, for sure. So, Maria, thanks again. Um, and if there's anything else, uh, you have anything else for us that you'd like to say? Any parting words? Fight on. Fight on. Well, thank, thanks, Maria. And uh, I'll see you in a couple weeks.